So when we start out in small business and we're in the first few years, we typically think that we have to do a lot on our own. And that means workshops are done on our own. We create our own podcasts. We do all of our marketing and it can get really overwhelming, especially in the early days, if you feel like you've got to test all of the strategies. And alongside that, a lot of us are very entrenched in building our digital presence, which is great because a lot more people are hanging out online these days. But I often think, well, if that's what everybody's doing, what if you actually did the opposite? What if you looked at opportunities that actually took you offline? What about collaborations and partnerships that were outside the walls of social media and gave you the opportunity to collaborate on products, collaborate on events, workshops. It could even be podcasts, but I think we get so wound up with how big our following is and really concentrating on that, that we don't even realize that there's this opportunity to collaborate and connect with like-minded service providers, like-minded brands, and therefore, automatically expand our reach, build our trust, build our authority in some really interesting ways. So today's podcast episode is an Instagram live that I did today, actually. So I'm moving fast. I must have had some good coffee in me. We talk about collaborations and partnerships, specifically ones that coaches and creatives can focus on because I really believe in this. I also really believe that this can be your edge in 2022. And I'm all about finding ways to make your marketing easier, to make it more simple, but also to make it fun. And I really admire anyone that stands up and leads and hosts events. And I'm not saying that what you have to do has to be big and grand and hundreds of people, but there's definitely a lot of admiration that goes out to people that do that. So I'm going to share with you some strategies in this episode. I'm going to share with you the why, including some of the things I just spoke about then. This is all part of the Turning Pro series, which I'm hosting via Instagram Live in the month of December, but you can catch all of those lives here on the True You podcast. So let's dive in, shall we? And if I don't speak to you before your holidays begin have a wonderful restful holidays and we'll see you in the new year welcome to the true to you podcast your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful creative small business you'll find content on marketing mindset and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. This is a topic that I really love talking about because I see so many businesses that when they do this 
it really elevates their work very quickly. Uh, they get new exposure, uh, they build their network, they get to partner with some really cool people and potentially even brands. And so it's a really exciting opportunity and it's something that as small business owners, it's it's very accessible. We often think of partnerships and sponsorship as something that is limited to people that are really famous or have a long history in their particular industry and that's simply not true and I'm going to share with you today some ideas on how you could start to think about collaborations in your work because I like I said I've seen this be very beneficial for a lot of women that I've worked with uh, also a lot of people in my local network as well. So that is the other great thing is that this can be utilized as a strategy to build your local community and build your local connections. Uh, but also for me personally, and the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I had a major turning point <laughs> a couple of years ago when we moved up to Newcastle from Melbourne I pretty much only knew one or two people one of them was my sister she was the only family that we had here and other than that I really had no network because I'd actually lived in Newcastle a number of years ago for university and then left and then returned uh, I want to say like 12 years later or something like that so everything had completely changed since then and so coming back here and not knowing anyone uh, but wanting to relaunch my business in a new place I was thinking okay how can I how can I a get a community of amazing women around me and b how can I let people know that I exist that I have this uh, thing that they can uh, tap into through coaching the the ways that they can be supported in their work and life and so what I started to do was to connect with a few people particularly people that were running like networking events or had access to big groups of people and this actually got me an opportunity Within a few weeks of returning to Newcastle, I jumped up and spoke at an event and it was a really funny experience because I actually had a dreadful cold that day and I could barely talk. I think I've relayed this in my podcast before, so you can probably hear this story on the True To You podcast if you listen into that. And anyway, I could barely speak. I thought I wasn't even going to get through this 20-minute this speech. But it ended up being a very, very pivotal moment because from that opportunity, I then got other opportunities to jump on podcasts, to be, hey, Katie, thanks for joining, to be um, speaking in other events that year. It all cascaded very, very quickly. And it was all because of throwing myself into this opportunity to collaborate and uh, be part of this event. Now, these events, unfortunately, aren't going at the moment because we've had a crazy year. 
And I think that's the other reason why I'm very passionate about this, especially when it comes to networking and connecting with people in person, is that you you are actually going to be a superstar. You are going to have a huge superpower and a huge edge over people that are solely focused on only building their community online. And I, I do believe that you can do that and you can be extremely successful. But I think as small business owners, we have this opportunity to connect with people at a deeper level and people are really craving for you to be with them, to be in person. And so if you're the person that actually puts yourself out there and does that, then, um, and I'm just talking about networking alone, we're not even getting to the collaboration part of this, then I think you're going to have a huge superpower and a huge edge. And I know that we're in and out of, uh, changes which mean that we can't always organize big group things and and so on and so forth but it doesn't mean that you can't catch up with one person for a coffee every week so I just want to say that that if you're listening to this and you think well you know what's what what could 2022 look like well 2022 could look like expanding your network and creating these opportunities for collaborations and for partnerships and that will be a huge superpower because as we know social media is great but social media is always changing and it's uh, our visibility and what people react to is always changing and it's not always the best opportunity for us to get ourselves and our message out there uh, because we don't know how many people are going to have an opportunity to see it. We don't know how people might react. But if you can be with people in person, uh, it's very, very powerful. So that's just a little story of my experience and the reason why I want to share this with you because I think as coaches and creatives, uh, so much of our work is moving online and I think that that's really powerful that especially as artists and designers that we can tap into that world very easily but we can also get very drawn into that world that we totally forget that there's an offline opportunity out there for us and an opportunity to collaborate and build really key partnerships for our businesses. So the reasons why this is a powerful opportunity for you as a small business owner is that through collaboration, you can build brand, you can build more trust, and you can build a reputation. So I think that case in point, I came to Newcastle three years ago, didn't know a single soul, and very, very quickly was able to build a really strong network. And that's all become a great referral network and, and led to more opportunities from there. So it doesn't mean that you have had to have grown up in a place your whole life and you have to have uh, be connected with people from high school or, or whatever that looks like. You can actually start tomorrow and you can start where you are and you can start connecting with people because I think brand, trust and reputation 
are the things that are often harder to get across via social media. If we're talking specifically about those those online opportunities. So for, in order for us to stand out, we want to be thinking of other ways, other interesting ways that we can start to build that reputation and, and that brand. The other thing is that you get to develop authority. So when you start to tap into things like speaking, you start to tap into things like workshops and you're in front of an audience, you become become known for certain things you also have an opportunity to bring your energy to the situation and I know that that's an interesting challenge for a lot of business owners who have moved their businesses online to actually create that same potent and really powerful energy that you have when you're in person with people so if you get these opportunities to collaborate offline and come together in partnerships, then you'll actually be able to have people connect with that beautiful energy of yours. And I think that that is, is really, really key. Um, it doesn't mean that, that you have to be high energy or anything but yourself. I want you to be completely yourself, but they're actually going to connect with you at a much deeper level that we perhaps can't get across in these sorts of situations. Obviously, the great thing about any opportunity of being in front of a group of people is you get more reach and you get more uh, distribution of your message. Now, I think that this is where collaboration and partnerships are awesome because it doesn't even mean that we have to be partnering with large brands or with large organizations whilst that is awesome for us because the reach is potentially really big. I think there's a, there's a really cool anecdote that I heard from someone a few years ago it was on a podcast a marketing guy it might have even been Seth Godin you know because <laughs> I feel like you know he's kind of one of the gods of marketing that we all go back to but he had this strategy and it was something like become the mayor of your town so that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go on a campaign and you know be showing up everywhere but it just means that every opportunity that you get to connect with people, you can become known. So whether it be your local cafe, whether it be you know, at your gym or your yoga studio or other places where you show up in your life, you have an opportunity to connect and to be known. And I think then if we extend that to uh, collaborations and to partnerships, we're also able to to connect with other well-known people in our communities. And it takes a little bit of uh, gusto. It takes a little bit of um, putting yourself out there to connect with people and to pitch yourself and say, hey, I've got this idea for a partnership or I've got this idea for a collaboration. Um, but I think if you're, if you're known and you have some trust in your community, then it's going to make those opportunities a whole lot easier and people are going to jump on those. So I think thinking about how can I increase my distribution and my reach, especially if we're solely looking at social media, we know that reach is all over the place and, uh, you know, you might have 
thousands of followers, but only 10% of those people are seeing you. Well, you could get in a room with with that 10% and really impact them powerfully. And that would be a pretty cool opportunity. And the other thing that I, I think is really important on this as well is that this opportunity to collaborate or form, form strategic partnerships with people, and I'm sounding a little bit corporate here, but I, that's not my intention. <laughs> the opportunity to collaborate with people, especially if they are people within your circle or within your community, and that could be related to your industry or it could be ge geographically um, speaking, you also get to build some authority through those partnerships and those collaborations because you're also leveraging their their authority as well, which is really cool. And it's someone, if it's someone that other people trust, then there's more likely for them to trust you. And I think we, we know that when we think about referrals in our business, if someone is, is referring work to you or referring people to you, it's because they, they've heard good things about you or maybe they've seen you speak or they've seen you on a pod or they've heard you on a podcast or um, you have collaborated with someone once and they know that other person. So there's really good opportunity there for you to piggyback off that other person and to build your, build your own authority. And I think we, we need to we need to build our own individual authority. That's really important. But why can't we also leverage other people really strategically? And now I want to say something on this. It doesn't mean that you you are a bull out of the gate and you go, oh, I want to collaborate with this person, this person, this person, and you're going to be able to pull all of them off, and they're all going to be really successful. It takes time to build relationships and you might have to connect with a lot of people before one person says yes but I think that experience alone rather than being the lone wolf over here doing your thing and um, you know sticking sticking to your part if you're actually getting out there and putting yourself on the line and putting your reputation on the line People are going to respect that. People are going to respect that a lot and people are really going to respect that these days because I think it's we've gotten to this culture where it's so easy just to flick someone a DM and it's so easy to uh, send someone a text and, you know, all these mediums are great for fast communication, but what happened to actually sitting down with someone for a coffee and starting a relationship that way and then seeing where it leads. Because the other thing I would say is not all partnerships and not all collaborations go really well. So sometimes that's because you haven't built a strong enough relationship first. And definitely I can say that, that that's been the case for me a couple of times where I just maybe don't have uh, enough authority or enough of a reputation with this other person and therefore things haven't gone amazingly well and that's that's okay that's all part of the process and I've learned a lot off those experiences um, I think the key thing with collaborations though is that you start slowly you, you have a view to 
potentially work with someone, but you've got to start the, the collaboration process early and start to really build that relationship without any sort of expectation, but thinking, hey, this person's really cool. I like what they're up to and I can foresee uh, some interesting possibilities down the line. So those are the three reasons why this is such a superpower if you can jump on this. The other thing I wanted to say is that it's really easy to um, think that uh, the partnership is going to be the answer to everything or that the collaboration that you jump into. I would think of these things as things that you start out small with. I would think about uh, starting with maybe a podcast, being a guest on someone's podcast, then seeing where that leads. Then that might lead to doing a workshop together or some sort of experience. But like I say, if you jump in with the expectation, then you know it might not be actually the best opportunity for you. So the other thing to that is getting really clear on your um, you know, what sets you apart on your brand. And obviously you want to make sure that there is a connection between the two brands and that there's some shared values. I think that that is really, really important that there's a shared goal before you leap into things like this. I think it's important even in the early days of your business to get really clear on those foundational things before you approach people because even if you approach people for an opportunity to be a guest on a podcast if you're not really clear on your story if you're not really clear on uh, your brand or your key assertions uh, it's they're going to need things to to make sure that that you're a really good fit and that it's actually valuable for you because when you're tapping into other people's audiences obviously the 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 awesome thing is that this audience may be full of potential clients dream clients for you but you don't just want to take any opportunity going you want to have a little discernment you want to make sure that is this an audience that I want to be connected with do I do I know a little bit about this person and what they're up to and what they stand for and does this feel like a good partnership because I think that's sometimes what we see with um, you know big brands and with famous people is sometimes they actually don't quite feel like a fit whereas I think the beautiful thing with small business and small business partnerships and collaborations is that you can actually really work with people that are very aligned and very on board with where you want to go and with your mission. And that actually makes for a much more powerful experience than trying to chase big opportunities and big um, financial gain from these things. So before you jump into thinking what things you would like to do next year, consider do I have my foundation in place am I really clear on all of those things so that when I go into these opportunities or when I start doing my research uh, it's going to be a good fit okay 
And then finally, what are some things that in 2022 you could start to think about when it comes to collaborations? Now, I was just brainstorming this morning a few ideas. I've got them off to the side here. And so I'm going to share a few with the, with you. Some of these have really worked well for me and for growing audience and for business referrals, things like that, because obviously if you can take any of this and you can actually make money from these ideas in the long run. <laughs> uh, it may not be straight up, but it, that is that is the idea. You know, I don't think we want to be doing all of these things out of out of the goodwill of our heart, but um, certainly have a mix of both. Have a mix of some things that will be financially and mutually beneficial to both parties and then have some things that are really about uh, building reputation, authority and building brand for you, building that brand trust. So I want to start with something really simple that I love and that is being a guest on podcasts. I think this is a medium that is still growing it's yeah there's a lot of podcasts out there now there's there's a lot of podcasts but if you're in a niche I think that that's really cool opportunity because even though there are a lot of um, podcasts out there now and you might be thinking well you know it's flooded so maybe that doesn't look like you starting your own podcast but maybe that looks like you becoming a guest on podcasts and looking for those opportunities that are really aligned with you and what you're building and what you're up to where you can put your message in front of a really great audience, a really engaged audience. So realize that even though there is a busy market out there now with podcasting, it's also a really great opportunity for you because there's lots of people probably out there in, in your market and uh, doing podcasts around subjects that you're really passionate about that you can start to tap into. It's not just one or two people speaking on on your topic. The great thing about podcasting is that, yes, we can have a local focus and I've been lucky to be on a few podcasts locally that have helped build my uh, immediate network and that that kind of immediate inner circle but then we also can remember podcasting is the opportunity to reach audiences worldwide and I think that that is super super cool especially if you're offering something that uh, your products can be shipped around the world or if you're offering a service where anyone can pretty much join from anywhere in the world why not get your voice or why not get your face on opportunities to collaborate? It could start as simple if there's people that you know really well with Instagram live collaboration. But I think podcasting is even more powerful. I think it has more longevity than, than the social media. So I would say that is one of the first and one of the funnest, coolest opportunities for you to jump into. Um, as an extension of that, now there's a lot more online conferences as well. One really cool one that I attended online <laughs> last year is called the Adobe Max Conference. So for any of the creatives listening to this, the Adobe Max Conference is incredible and it was really great to see such an international speaker lineup 
Uh, there's one of my favorite illustrative artists from Sydney, Gemma O'Brien. She was a speaker on that. And what was really cool is the interview actually went behind the scenes of her studio and we actually got to see an insight into her work and to her daily life. Um, and it was all filmed in her studio in Sydney. So I think there's amazing, there are really big opportunities, but even as artists and even as creatives, there's things like this popping up that we can be part of. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a really big example, but there might be even something even smaller. Um, the other thing that I love doing is workshop collaborations. This is one for more of the coaches and service providers. There's a great one coming up in March that is a collaboration between three business owners that I'm, I've been invited to be part of. And I think that that is a great opportunity because you get to maximize three audiences and we all have an overlap. There's obviously similarities, similar passions, similar things that uh, we value when it comes to small business and helping small business owners. But then we all have slightly different audiences. We're not all got the same people in our audiences. So that's a really cool opportunity. Um, but those, these sorts of opportunities don't happen overnight. They happen with a little bit of relationship building. So it might take you six months to build that relationship. It might take you a year. There might be, excuse me, people that you know, you've known for years that you could also, uh, approach and potentially do something like that. Yes, it could be online, but if you have the opportunity to do something offline, I would, I would definitely, definitely consider that as an opportunity. I think anyone that organizes in the coming year uh, and does it well, will, will be really well recognized. And um, it's an opportunity for you to step up and lead and organize as well. Um, the other thing, obviously, for our artists that are uh, listening to this, but I think this goes for service providers as, as well, is product collaborations. You know, we've seen some really successful artist collaborations. I think that that's really stepped up in the last few years, probably the last two to three years. Uh, one brand that I can think of uh, that's pretty obvious that we all know is thank you. They started with the bottled water, but now that you see a lot of artist collaborations with their um, hand and body products. And I think that that is a really, really cool opportunity for artists is to maybe it doesn't have to be a big brand like, like uh, thank you. It might not be, or that might be a long-term goal for you. And so you actually start looking at that opportunity now and go cool in a year's time um clear I could imagine you being on the the thank you products or something like that it would be a perfect one for you actually with your work so there's lots of opportunities out there I could I could go on for days but there's just one cool partnership that I thought of that that is, has been really key and has really elevated some brands you you think of how much distribution someone like thank you has and um, they also stand for for some pretty cool things they've got great values so if you share values with bigger brands then maybe start reaching out and start uh, creating that relationship now 
think of people that you know already in some of these companies as well and start to do your research, start to think about how you could potentially be part of something like that. Uh, books. They are a really fun way to collaborate, especially for artists. I think um, the creatives listening to this, I have seen some great collaborations. A beautiful friend of mine that lives locally here in uh, Newcastle, she did a really cool collaboration with a woman that is a raw food specialist and uh, she was creative director of the project but then they had a photographer on board and obviously the the um and a stylist and they all came together as a team and they produced this book together it was under this one person's name but I think as um as creatives whether you're a photographer a designer um you're an artist or a stylist or something like that, there's really cool opportunities out there for you to partner with people. And um, that, that was one great way to elevate a couple of those people and being, being part of that because then obviously the book gets sold and distributed and you, you've been part of the project. Um, and you don't always have to be the instigator too. You just need to keep your eyes out for these opportunities, your eyes and your ears open and, um, look out for these opportunities, look out for people doing cool things and start that conversation now. Say, Hey, if you're ever looking at doing any cool projects like this, let me know. I'd love to be part of it. Um, and then finally, I think for some of our coaches that, um, might be listening to this or people that are service providers. Obviously, there's, uh, there's this whole digital world. And I think that a lot of the times we feel like we have to do everything on our own. So if you take anything away from this conversation is that you don't have to do everything on your own. There are a ton of opportunities out there. And that is one of the great things about collaborations is that you get to share the load, right? I haven't even gone into the whole logistical side of this, but I think that if you're someone that is a little intimidated or feels like running events is a bit daunting, then realize that uh, you don't have to do it on your own. You can actually collaborate with people and there's uh, an opportunity to bring together your unique skills and your superpowers and um, distribute the load a little. So I guess if we go back to online, um, there's, there's real opportunities out there now to look at partnerships for digital products, courses. Uh, you could even, the, the next step to that would be um, being an affiliate as well. That is another opportunity. That is a partnership. That is a collaboration. And I think that we also underestimate, like I said right at the beginning, with, when it comes to podcasts and we think, oh, it's saturated or, oh, I have to be this well-known personality in the marketing industry or in the self-help industry or whatever, um, you know, whatever it is that you believe. But that's actually not true because I think we, we want to buy from people that are aligned with our values. And so sometimes... Yes, if you're, you're smaller and you don't have that huge audience, that's actually okay because the people that you partner with are going to be really key. And 
even if it's an affiliate type of opportunity, you're going to be able to uh, be more tapped into their audience if you're selling. This is if you're selling someone else's product or service. Um, so I think affiliate opportunities are also something that's really underestimated. And we can even partner in an affiliate opportunity with products. For example, even as a coach, I could look at products that are aligned. It could be someone that that makes a journal or it could be someone that has a complementary course to what we do in Creator Club and I could be an affiliate for their work. So technically that's a partnership and that's a way of utilizing someone else's skills and someone else's strengths, but you're simply uh, being a voice and you are giving people the opportunity to purchase that through you. So there's obviously a financial opportunity with that, but I think there's, there's a great possibility for building reputation and brand partnerships in that way as well. So there you have it. Those are some of the ways that we can collaborate. There's, there's a ton. I mean, I'm probably, probably leaving like a thousand ideas off the list there. And I'm pretty sure that as I was talking, you were thinking of other things, but I just wanted to make this specific to coaches and creators because I know that is uh, my audience. That's also who, we work with and create a club. So I want to make sure that this is of value to you as well, if you're listening. But all I would say is, as you're setting your goals for 2022, start to think about where you could tap into this. And this is a really, this is a really great opportunity. It's always existed. But I think that the main takeaway from this for you is that, uh, it's going to be something that people resist doing as, as we become more online and we become more digitized. It gets scarier to want to do events. It gets scarier to uh, ask people to collaborate. And so if you're the person that puts their hand up and s starts that conversation, you're going to have an edge Trust me, you're going to have an edge, you're going to grow your confidence and you're going to have a really fun year next year. So bring some of that into your goals for next year. And I would love to know if you've got any ideas, um, you can pop them below in the comments or anything that, that you're excited about, share with me now. But otherwise, um, yeah, get, get brainstorming, get planning, get thinking who you could collaborate with. Think about also some of those long-term things that you might be excited about as well. Um, like I said, sometimes these partnerships aren't things that happen tomorrow. They might, uh, but they might be things that you have to nurture a little bit more as well. So yeah, that's, that's collaborations. It's something, something that's incredibly powerful and I really recommend that you build this into your marketing strategy for the next year.